Hey, I'm Greg. And I'm Nathaniel. Welcome to Only an Inkling, where we only talk about the Inklings. And we only have an inkling of what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so I think a way forward then would be, um, I think we need a little bit more training or guidance on our emotional terrain. Mm. And um, I would like to think that... Um, pastors and astute leaders could help provide that that's the thing i've always liked about school school has always done that for me they were always into providing some kind of boundaries to help me think about things before we actually start thinking about them sure i wish we had more of that like i always wonder like why don't why don't public schools focus more on training people and things that they're really going to encounter teaching people how to think and um well the public school system has always told me that that's what they were teaching me like even in my masters for spanish like i'm like why are we reading this text this is foolish and like well it's to enhance your critical thinking and maybe that's true to a certain extent but if we could put some some real practical applications on it for like what we're actually facing that could be really helpful Mm. so like um not just like how do you do your taxes or change a flat tire? Although that's super helpful. Right. Um, how do you handle disagreements with one another? There was just, there wasn't any, like, I don't remember any, like, psychological behavioral training. And so, like, I feel like it's not just the school system, by yeah. the way. But, like, as a result, we didn't know what to do with all of this chaos. So we just, like, went after each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So, like, rather than... Because I know sometimes high school you can get you can take like a general psychology class. Yeah. So rather than a general psychology class, which is kind of, I took general psychology in community college, and yep. Frankly, it was a waste of time. No, I mean you learned about different segments of the brain, very basic. I don't mean that psychology as a whole is a waste of time. I mean for me, in my experience with general psychology, I didn't read the textbook and I passed with a B. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's 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 not very practical hands-on helpful information right um i guess is what i'm getting out of if so rather it would be more helpful to have a conflict management class in your senior year of high school or something yeah yeah i mean um i i think the proverbs now more than ever should be absolutely crucial of the old testament Mm. Because um, this is like the difference between um, wisdom and self-help. You know, self-help is um, people love that stuff because it's clear-cut and it's like five steps to X, Y, Z. And you open up the Proverbs and there's none of that. And that's supposed to be like our our book that shows us the way to live a life um, as best as we can. That is God-honoring and people-honoring. And the Proverbs are like, here's the tried and true method for the way of wisdom to live a good life for God and for the sake of others. And it's, it's been tested over thousands of years. Here it is. But mm. it never once says like, all right, step one for conflict resolution, do this. Step two, do that. It didn't come out as like a self-help book. Yeah. And so it has no appeal then because self-help is so easy and you can say, I tried it, it didn't work, or I tried it and it worked, and I like it or don't like it. But mm-hmm. 
the Proverbs paint a picture of a, of a whole person. Yeah. And that's not clear cut. Yeah. I, I like how you point out how it's tri- tested and tried. It's ancient literature. Like, yeah. What, what self-help book will be around in 4,000 years? Yeah. But, uh, but mm-hmm. Proverbs is. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, the way, the way forward is, is wisdom. Yeah. And um, that's beyond intelligence. You can be smart and be a murderer. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean you're just because you're smart. You're not. Doesn't mean you're wise. Yeah. And so, we need wisdom to move forward because it um, it's not regulated by your intelligence, mm. and so you don't need education necessarily for that. And um, so we need wisdom in politics. Uh, so we can move forward rather than just operating you know, purely off of intelligence and what we call, quote-unquote, the facts. Because yeah. the facts to my political party might be in opposition to the facts of your political party and on the same point. Well, not just politics. Well, I know, just, that's yeah. one example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, for yeah. all of life. Yeah. Um, and But how do you... It kind of begs the question, how do you grow in wisdom then mm. if it doesn't come to you like a self-help thing? I think um, we go back to like you think about boundaries or a schematic Proverbs gives you everything you need to know about um, this is what that kind of person looks like but the everyday details that come out that come at you um, you will figure that out when you're in the middle of that situation because you have your boundaries laid out Hmm. so like the the great experiences I've had at school that provided those boundaries, like, hey, we're going to focus on this. Here's how we're going to think about it. Here's how you might respond to it. That's kind of like what the Proverbs is doing. Hmm. And they're giving you the sketch of, a, of this person who's not a fool. There's a person yeah. who, who loves and honors God and uh, looks after the communal good. Yeah. And um, when you get that overall sketch and boundaries down, and you start really thinking about it in your everyday life, I believe you start becoming wiser. Mm. And um, that's really nice. (laughs) Proverbs says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. Of knowledge, yeah, but I think in later chapters of wisdom. Yeah, so... uh, hmm. I think think in... Let me say two things about wisdom specifically, because I love talking about wisdom yeah i like listening to you i don't know as much <laughs> as you do but i'm yeah. enjoying listening um, <laughs> i'd like to think of two types of wisdom like wisdom that's just um out there in the world available to mm-hmm. us and then god's wisdom in particular yeah. okay. because um, we're christians right um i don't think the wisdom that is out there in the world is necessarily bad but no. i go back to those basic grassroots things of like um i want them to con- conform to what God would deem to be okay. Yeah. So if there's some Joe Schmo out there who says, um, don't hit your spouse, well, I can easily affirm that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. So yeah, that seems like common knowledge. But, right. Um, you know, or um, if your wife talks to you, you should make eye contact with her to let her know you're, Listen. you're paying attention to her, mm. her bid for attention. But, um, those are all things I can affirm, and I don't, I don't, um, unless you're like new to the faith, I don't think you have to go like searching through the Bible to see yeah. whether or not that's something you can affirm, right? Yeah. So um, all of the wisdom that's out there 
for thousands of years that is not from the scriptures, I still think that's really good. Because, like you said, the self-help books that aren't going to be here in 50 years, mm -hmm. the wisdom of the world, for lack of better terms, that is out there, if it's still out there and you come across from it, I think there's a heavy chance that's going to be helpful or good because if it's out there and you're coming across it and it comes from way back when, then it is also tried and, and true. Mm. And um, so like when I do like wisdom coaching, I think of like a client who's going through something and then I'm going to go through the Proverbs and other wisdom literature and I'm looking for like scriptures and narratives that I think relate to their situation. And then we'll look at that together. Mm. But I'm also just like going around online. I'm like, um, what? Yeah, I'll type in like um, wise quotes about family conflict mm. or wise quotes about marriage. And um, I'll throw those into the mix too. And we can look at all of them and be like, um, how are these quotes affecting you? Which ones are standing out to you? Why? Let's investigate. Because like... I just think anymore, any wisdom that people could grab onto is just going to help our chaotic world. <laughs> like, please just take one. Just take one and live yeah. it out. Because yeah. I think it's going to make a difference. Um, but ultimately, I think any of that tried and true wisdom that is out there, uh, I just have to believe that it had, its, had its roots first from um, coming from, from God as a gift. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, that's my... My whole spiel about that, though I think the way forward is wisdom. It probably always has been, but um, yeah. I hope we get back to that as a as a unifier again. Yeah, I think that's good. I'm sorry, you you like bait and switched me and got me all caught up. In this. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I think I was leaning towards with the question that that I posed was that we are in the state of dividing and being in factions and yeah extremes extremes mm -hmm. um, and highly i don't know if we're less inflamed now or if i just haven't been paying as much attention i feel less inflamed than i, I did a too, year or two I, ago i just want to say wait till wait another year till it's yeah. election time right and we'll see how inflamed things are but i th i feel like that's where we're at from from the picture that uh, lewis gave us through screw tape here well, yeah, it, I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? But, well, if, uh, <laughs> let me say this. The people, um, people are still responding without having had the boundary training. Um, like the public school system for our state yeah. just had a meeting with their committee saying that um, we are in a behavioral health crisis with our students. It's a uh. mental health crisis. So, which means like... There are a great majority of students who are just responding internally to emotional chaos without having thought about it or without having the tools to be able to process. They're just reacting. Hmm. And I think in a lot of different terrains um, and spheres, people are just reacting because they don't have those tools to think about it or hmm. realize what's going on. Hmm. That's good. Yeah, uh, one other thing I wanted to share was Christianity Today, a popular Christian website slash magazine. They put out an article not too long ago, and this guy was making the case 
He said the missionary for our day and age is the what he called the trauma-informed missionary. Hmm. And, uh, you know, when I talk about the students just reacting, that's not that's not true of all students. There are tons of nuances there, too. You know, sure. Like, um, some kids um, are being abused, right? for example, and um, they've got their own trauma and problems that they're going to have to face. Mm-hmm. And... Um, <clears throat> Missionaries, I think the the idea of a trauma-informed missionary just means that um, if we want to continue to do good in the world, we have to understand at least better people's emotional world. Mm. Because I think whether we acknowledge its existence or not, it's showing its face all over the world right now, and it hasn't been pretty. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, can we just say that uh, the effects of... um, shutdowns from covid did a lot of damage yeah and so people they're saying i mean i'm seeing on the news i say they the news that i I get my info from is saying people seem to be responding to the shutdown now through their behavior Mm. and you know the shutdown for me personally it it didn't affect me that much me either and um I think because of that, I was not as aware of its effects on others in the world. Sure. I can say now, though, reflecting on it and seeing stats about it, it's it's bad. Yeah. And um, it affected students a lot. Parents got to work, and now they've got to find someone to watch their child. Kids who grow up in abusive households are stuck at home. Yeah, or or parents can't work anymore because can't of work. a shutdown, and yeah. and now their kids and them are stuck in an abusive situation was, all the time. The effects were just uh, uncountable, yeah. unforeseeable, and um, we're just like, I think we all went through it in our own different ways, and um, but now it's just like we're reacting. And I don't, I don't even, I'm not sure if many of us, if not the majority, have really processed what the heck hmm. just happened, you know? Yeah. And that's just one avenue of this mental health crisis. Anyways, I, I like the thought of a trauma-informed missionary. I mean, when I go to church on Saturday <clears throat> nights, half the people in the room are therapists or training like me to be a therapist where they're teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, doctors and, uh, or nurses, whatever. And, um, it seems like everyone I know has made really big decisions to be in some kind of like, um, really ethical behavior modifying role. And I think that that, I just can't help but guess that that's a response to our, our situation. Mm. I mean, it fits. Um, I remember in school, I don't remember details or where these, this information came from, but I remember in college reading things about um, different generations, um, like baby boomers and um, modernists and postmodern, uh-huh. and, um, XYZ, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember that millennials, our generation, was talked about as a generation that really values um, things that, and this was before, obviously, long before Trump yeah. and long before COVID. And, yeah. Um, 
like there's a high value in this generation for the social right mm -hmm. or goodness um, and and uh, an influx already starting to happen in people pursuing degrees that fit that like nursing yeah. doctors um, EMS mm -hmm. psychology mm -hmm. um, so it kind of fits with the generation we're in too we care yeah. about causes a lot yeah in as millennials and right now as millennials as we're getting into our 30s and some of us into our early 40s we're kind of taking over the influence of the country yeah we're entering that prime of life where we're we're kind of leading and ruling so to speak yep um as the influencers in the country and so it makes sense that we would see this because there's not like a there's not a set standard or guide of this is this is what is socially good it's mm -hmm. kind of all over the place and we all care so deeply about these causes and a lot of times they conflict and so it makes us want to be at war with one another it easily i mean that's got to be part of the reason why we've gone through so much chaos here in yeah. the US is that um i mean i i get this like vibe that we are finally coming out of this strong need for um, tolerance mm. like man 15 years ago like everybody's just like whatever you do is fine just yeah. you do you and right. it, it was kind of nice because people were getting along right? but now that people are so much more ethically driven I think and like you were saying, your boundaries are going to be tested. Yeah. And people are not going to agree with you. Not everyone's going to like what you do or how you do it. Mm -hmm. So then what are you going to do? Because now you've got to, I think, you've got to compromise in some areas. You've got to figure out how to compromise without compromising. Mm. You gotta figure out how to make sacrifices without sacrificing yourself. Mm. That's hard uh, in 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 any situation. But like, if I think it's important to vote for this candidate for whatever reason, and you don't, um, <clears throat> and I think that the way you're gonna vote is just gonna have terrible repercussions on me and my mm -hmm. neighbor and my world um, how am I going to go forward mm. and how am I going to go forward with you are we going to stay friends are we going to have a big blow up Yeah. which I think means I have to figure out how to make some compromises for the sake of the social good mm. or for the sake of a stable community so I think like Man, the hard way forward is um, I don't get everything that I want, Yeah. but I get some of it. And I have to have some kind of, I don't know if it's like happiness or celebration for you, for someone yeah. other than myself to say, I didn't get what I wanted, um, but Nathaniel got some of, I got some of what I wanted and Nathaniel got some of what he wanted right. too. And if we can recognize that in, the, in each other, then perhaps we can keep going forward. Yeah. Because when it's all about me, and I've got no room to accept other people who think way differently than me, mm -hmm. then um, and I still try to hold on to 
the old school view of like tolerance what works for you works for you that's all thrown out the window it doesn't work yeah no and so i think that whole this whole new thing of like deep ethical exploration it rolled a grenade into tolerance yeah (laughs) (laughs) and we didn't know what to do with it so um we just blew up on each other yeah that's probably true i think it's going to require some yeah gotta forgive each other we've got to sacrifice and forgiveness is a sacrifice because whoever puts their foot forward first to say i'm sorry is the one who is accepting a loss that is not recoverable Mm. you know when you say you're sorry it's like it doesn't mean that you didn't hurt me it just means that i'm willing to go forward no matter what yeah and um even if i am hurt so it's like somebody has to take a loss somewhere and at the same time we still have to keep going together hmm that's good you've been listening to only an inkling if you like this podcast you already know what to do 